welcome back to this episode of Running in Circles. Today I'm joined by Jan Figueroa, aka Greyhound Bus Jan. Throughout this episode, we discuss everything from his day-to-day life as media coordinator for a pro running team, what Kyle Merber will run in the New York Marathon, and more. Also, I apologize in advance because I had a cold when this was recorded, so I may sound a bit strange at times. But go ahead and throw on your running shoes and enjoy this episode of Running in Circles. We'll get, we'll get right down to business. First question, does pineapple belong on pizza and why or why not? No, no chance. Pineapple, I don't know how people eat that. I don't think it belongs on pizza. It's a fruit. It belongs on a fruit salad, not on pizza. That's it. That's as simple as it gets. Dang, all right. I'm more on the other side, but next one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's winning in a boxing match, you or Ben Crawford? Oh, I don't know. I feel like Ben. I feel like Ben can throw a punch, but I might be a little quicker. Maybe have a longer reach. So I, I think I, I think I can get him. I think I can. I think it'll be a fair fight, honestly. But I think I get him though. All right. And how are you liking Baltimore right now compared to Florida? Oh, I'm loving it, man. I mean, I'm living the I'm living the dream out here. Getting to work with a professional team. The weather's a little too cold for me, being a Florida boy. But it's been welcoming, so I'm loving it. Cool. What does a day-to-day look like for you as the media coordinator for UA? So, I mean, usually just depends on what the session is and what the guys are doing. But on a typical day, like, I mean, I guess like today they had a double threshold, which is a double workout. So woke up in the morning, went to the first workout, took pictures, video, you know, come back to the house, literally go straight to my laptop, edit pictures, edit reels for the Instagram, and then kind of chill usually if they have weights then there's weights in the middle and then I go to that as well and then second workout in the afternoon and depending on how much content I'm able to get the first time around maybe sometimes I'm able to not get as much content the second time around and I'm able to hop in a workout with them or whatever cool and are there any requirements given to you by Under Armour like you have to take pictures on this day or you have to produce a video for this or is it kind of mostly up to you no, I mean, there's there's obviously requirements. Like, I'm required to go to a certain amount of practice and stuff like that. I mean, I go to practice every day anyway. Why not? I'm already – I'm here. I, it's what I want – it's what I wanted to do. So – and then it just – you know how content is. It just depends on the flow of the content and how, how good the content is. You know, some days maybe it's an easy run or a long run. It's a little harder to get content during a long run when they're out on a trail and I can only – you know, maybe run a couple miles with them and record on my phone or get pictures when they're leaving and they're coming back. So it's more on like a day-to-day basis. As long as I'm, we're keeping the Instagram fresh with, with content flowing throughout the week, I think there's not really many requirements. And then, you know, when I go to races and other events, obviously, yeah, there are some requirements, like certain people I have to shoot, certain events I have to go to. How do you get into running? Um, Honestly, I mean... I was always, um, I grew up, um, I was born in Puerto Rico, um, baseball heavy co- uh, country, um, tried baseball as a, as a younger kid, was never good at it. When, when we moved to America, I was really into basketball, started playing basketball throughout um, elementary school and middle school, got to high school, made my freshman basketball team the year after my sophomore year. All my friends kind of hit a growth spur that I didn't get. Be one of the tallest friends in the friend group to one of the shortest, and that's when I kind of like um, during uh, PE class, like 
we had to run the mile and do stuff like that. And I was always very good at that stuff when it came to running. And uh, my PE teacher was always like, man, you should try running. You should try running in cross country. You should try running track, like talk to the coach. And, you know, I started talking to the coach and noticed that I was being pretty good at it at a young age. And then it just developed from there. I kind of just gave up basketball. I went full into running. What's your favorite race that you photographed and why? Favorite race that I photograph, man, that's, um, I guess like, let me think. I would say the, honestly, the, um, 1500 of the 5k at Worlds were pretty exciting. I mean, there's a lot of big names, a lot of runners that I look up, look up to and that I follow their careers. So being able to be there in person and being able to photograph them and with the world and share those pictures with those athletes is pretty special but i mean overall yeah like i would say worlds and ncaa's were very fun obviously just because i have a lot of friends in the ncaa system that were racing at ncaa championships so being able to be there and take pictures of them and like get their reactions after races because they know me i know them they see me with the camera you know they point they flex so stuff like that is pretty is always pretty cool so i would say ncaa's and worlds were probably two of the best events i've really enjoyed photographing so far Cool. What's your proudest accomplishment within the sport and outside the sport? Within the sport, I mean, just like inspiring other uh, like other people is probably one of my favorite things. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not a I don't consider myself an elite runner or a very very fast runner whatsoever. But throughout by cultivating like a media presence and just showcasing my life and my training and everything I do within the scope of running on social media, like just having like people follow me and like kids reach out or like other athletes reach out and say like, Hey man, like, I love what you're doing. Like, uh, it's, it's super dope. Like, or like, Hey man, like good workout today. Or like, man, like you're, you're so inspiring. Like stuff like that, like means a lot to me. So honestly, that would probably be one of my proudest accomplishments. Just, just cultivating that, um, I guess that following in the running community and being able to get back to it. What would you, what are some tips on how to take better photos? And like, if people have been like taking photos for a while and they kind of want to get in a position that you are, how do they kind of take that next step? I think the the biggest thing is connections, like making connections and having a personality. I feel like, um, yeah, you can be really good at taking pictures and be very technical with a camera, but if you don't have a personality to back that up and, you're just kind of like a square with a camera that no, like no one notices. I mean, I mean, while I was at Worlds, man, there's a million photographers that photograph track and field and cross country. So like, sometimes you just gotta stand out. I would say so like, doing other things outside of pictures to stand out and for people to notice your name and know who you are. I think is one of the biggest things, and it's what's helped me get to the point where I am today. Is just, yeah, like when I first started, I wasn't very good with a camera, but I was very outgoing and talked to everyone I met and like was willing to go out of my way to meet new people. And that kind of put me in a spectrum where I was surrounded by very good photographers. And eventually when you're surrounded by other very good photographers, you learn very quick, which is what, what kind of happened to me. And then from there, you just keep moving up and keep making those connections till you get to the point where you want to be. What was your major in college? So I got my undergrad degree in sports management, and then I got a master's in professional communications. Do you think it's necessary to, like, do stuff like that or 
go to film school stuff or do you, how hard is it do you think to do it without going to college oh no i think i think the art of photography and just content creation is not something you learn in college it's something that you learn from other people or from youtube like i've learned almost everything i know to this day i've learned from other photographers who are very good at their job and just from watching youtube videos like i didn't learn any any of the skills i use today in my job i i literally didn't really learn in school it was all outside of school i say that some some of the things i learned in school that have helped me is just like networking and making connections and you know knowing how to write a proper email and stuff like that but other than that i feel like as a photographer and a videographer like you learn a lot more outside of school than you do in school but i would still say like going to school is always a good bet just to have like a backup plan like if photography doesn't work out you always want to have something to rely on like so like me having a master's degree and an undergrad degree in sports marketing and professional communication i can if down the road like two three years from now i'm like okay like i i hadn't i have fun doing photography but i want to do something else and i can go ahead and do that mm -hmm. if you are doing photography and media stuff what do you want your job to be honestly this is a question i get a lot so I was um I was honestly always gearing towards um media not necessarily photography or videography or like a professional team but my ultimate career goal has always been to be a, an athletic director of a college or university which I know easy job that you just get straight out of graduating so I my goal was just to when I when I first started applying for jobs before this Under Armour job popped up, I was applying for jobs in like marketing or like ticketing or like just meet like uh, sports information at different colleges and universities to like kind of get my foot in the door. And then eventually in, in, in a few years, just work my way up to achieve my dream of being an athletic director. What hobbies do you have outside of running and media creation? Man, hobbies... I feel like not, I feel like not many. I mean, just I'm I'm a big social media guy. I feel like that's not a hobby, but like I'm always on Twitter. I'm always on TikTok. I'm always on Instagram, like finding new trends or like meeting like meeting people through social media that I eventually get to meet in person. I enjoy traveling a lot. Um, I like going out and trying new restaurants and trying food that I've like never tried before. And then I also enjoy playing basketball. I love showing up to just any basketball court and playing some pickup basketball. I mean, don't do don't do it as often while I was in college, just because you know you don't want to get injured. But like sometimes when during the off season when I was taking my two week break, like I wasn't when I wasn't running at all. That that's how I would stay kind of in shape was just by literally showing up to basketball courts and playing basketball every day. Do you have uh, do you follow the NBA at all, or do you have a favorite team there? Oh yeah, I'm I'm a <laughs> my dad my my dad um uh grew up in LA for a part of his life, so I'm a big uh, Lakers guy. Unfortunately, they're <laughs> they're not very good this year. I mean, honestly, the year just started, so they might turn it around. I still have hope they're gonna make the playoffs. But yeah, big big NBA guy, big Lakers guy. I, I'm I'm a huge Kobe fan, so our uh, rest in peace Kobe but yeah um yeah I love the NBA man I I'll, I can sit there and watch any game even if it's not my team playing what's on your bucket list right now destination and activity wise destination I want to go to Europe I mean 
now that I'm really invested in, in this photography thing, I think going over to Europe and, and doing some uh, shooting over there um, in some Diamond League meets or stuff like that would be sick. I mean, I still haven't explored a lot of the United States, so g getting to do that, I mean, I, now with this team, I'll get to travel to places I've never been to before, so that would be super sick. And then just going to, like, some exotic destination like Hawaii, Hawaii or, like, some some of those islands like that would be super sick. Would you say you're more of a beach guy or a mountain guy? Oh man, honestly, growing up in Florida, you would think I'm more of a beach guy, but I I I like the mountains. I'd rather go to the mountains, even though like climbing like and hiking it can be hard sometimes and tiring, like if you're doing it for a very long time. But I'm not a big beach guy, man. I I, I just hate like the sand. I hate like like leaving the beach and like being full of sand and getting in my car and then my car gets full of sand like that's that's not for me man yeah if you could have dinner with one person dead or alive who would it be oh that's a good question um honestly kobe Bryant, man that would be that'd be super sick just kind of pick his brain and about his mentality and the way he went about everything he did because it wasn't just on the basketball court it was also off the basketball court some great things he accomplished and just talking to him about his journey through the NBA, I mean, coming straight out of high school and stuff like that, like, I think that would be a, a great dinner and a great conversation. Yeah, for sure. That'd be a really cool conversation to have. If you had a million dollars and you weren't allowed to save or invest it, what would you buy with it? What would I buy with it? Oh, I'm, immediately I'm buying uh, um, Mustang Mach-E. It's like an electric Mustang. You can, like, set it up so, like, it drives itself and stuff like that. Like, I was having so much fun driving one of those. And then... Probably a bunch of camera gear and then... I would get like a sick PC set up in my room. Like, I'd probably build like a movie theater with a projector and screen in my room. Some something crazy like that. Yeah, that'd be sick. What would you say is your spirit animal? My spirit animal? Oh, definitely uh like a chimpanzee, like a little monkey. They're very they're very funny. They're I feel like they're very outgoing, just like myself, and they're very smart. So I I love monkeys. They're they're funny as hell. What do you think is the greatest song of all time? Greatest song of all time? Man, you're hitting me with these hard questions. Um, greatest song of all time? Um, damn. Honestly, like I can't even I can't even pick one. That's hard. Greatest song of all time. I mean, I would say Oh, man. Can I give you an album? Yeah, you can give me an album. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll say Watch the Throne by Jay-Z and Kanye West is probably my favorite and probably in, um, number one on my list is greatest album of all time. And then, honestly, any song of, off that album is probably one of the at least top five greatest songs of all time. So with you kind of having like a really crazy summer, what is a funny or embarrassing story, that, something that happened to you? Funny or embarrassing? I mean... Probably a lot. I would say, like, during my bus ride, like, I mean, I'm sure, like, people know just from following, but, like, I didn't shower for four days, bro. Like, I didn't I didn't shower for four days while I was on that bus ride to Eugene from Florida. So then I feel like when I when I got to Ben's house, I once my bus trip finished, like, I took the longest shower ever. Like, <laughs> it was like, I just felt like I had never showered before. Like, it felt, like, strange to me. I was like, oh, my God, like, what water on body feels like. This is insane. How do you meet the Nugent crew and Ben? 
honestly through social media i mean i've always been a huge fan of what ben and eugen has been doing as far as with running and the running community and just to like how they express themselves and how they express the sport and always through instagram or twitter dms or whatever like anytime i would see something dope that they would do i always like swipe up and like man like this is super cool stuff like that and like we connected like that and we talked back and forth for like a couple years till like the opportunity presented itself where I was, it was like, man, like I'm, I'm going out to Eugene, like, and I got to hang out and meet all of them. And now like super tight with them, super close. Like anytime we're in the same city or anytime there's a, a mutual event that we're going to be at, like those are always people I, I want to see. And I'm super grateful for. How for the marathon? Pretty good. I mean, it I, those like the first like two weeks here. I kind I kind of like fell off in mileage a little bit just because I was like super busy and just getting adjusted to like a new schedule and like a new city. Like obviously, like now I'm in Baltimore and like I've gotten like remarks from different people I work with. Is like you have to be careful like where you run and you don't want to end up in the wrong neighborhood and stuff like that. So like you know like na- navigating my way around to like finally figuring out what are safe routes that I can run. So now like it's, I'm back up on it. So like, I mean, before I got here, I had, I put up like four straight weeks at 90 and then put up about 85 mile a week. Last week, I took a couple of days off. I lifted for the first time in like a year and a half since I was in college. So I was super sore and like had to take a couple of days off cause I could like barely move. But like now I'm feeling good. And like, I mean, I'm on, I'm on the, I'm on the point right now where like, I'm not exactly sure which marathon I'm going to do and when that's going to happen, but I'm like being around professional runners and in this running environment, it keeps me motivated. So I'm just going to keep training until the opportunity presents itself. Possibility is Boston in the spring. So that's kind of like what I'm shooting for. Speaking of marathons, I've been seeing a lot of Instagram recently of Kyle Merber. So I figured I'd ask you about what do you think he's going to run in New York? Oh, I like DM him the other day. I think he's going to run like 222, 223 on like a solid day and I, I honestly think he can he definitely can hit the Olympic trial qualifying standard which I think is like sub 219 if he has like the perfect day I mean the guy's obviously like talented and gifted he's he's very fit he's thrown down some in, like crazy workouts and I know people are like oh he's only putting up like 60 65 miles a week like most marathoners put up like 90 to 120 but like man like when you're that gifted and that talented like whatever works works and if 60 65 miles a week is what it takes for him to feel good and feel confident and run the marathon then as long as he goes in and feels good feels confident but also doesn't uh, underestimate the distance of the marathon and and the course at new york i think he'll run well and i'm i'm rooting for him i he i love kyle he's super funny he's super dope i think He's made marathon training for me as someone who's kind of also training for a marathon seem like super fun because he's the same way as me. He likes to share his, his his progress and share his workouts on social media. So like there's been there's there's been some workouts during my buildup that I've done that I've literally taken from Kyle. Like obviously I don't do them at the same pace because he's way better than me. But like there's definitely been some workouts that I've mimicked and I'm like, OK, like that's a solid workout like i'm I'm gonna try and do that and just adjust the paces and stuff like that so really rooting for him so i hope he runs well moving on to some ncaa predictions who do you got this year for the men and women's team titles men and women's team title i think stanford's gonna take the men's team title 
they're looking very good. That one, two, three punch is insane. If Ty Robinson runs the way he ran on Nuttycomb and those two guys, Charles Hicks and Cole Sprout, are right behind them, I don't see who's going to beat him. I mean, I mean, obviously, you have like Oklahoma State and AU, BYU still in the mix, but I think Stanford takes it, and they're going to be very dangerous, especially come next year because three of those guys return, and then they get the young brothers. So that's going to be a very good team and very fun team to watch for the next few years. And on the women's side, I mean, it's it's looking it's very tight between NC State and New Mexico. NC State edged out New Mexico the last time they went head-to-head on a tiebreaker. And at least from, like, what I know from, like, friends that run at NC State and stuff like that, like, they had a couple girls who didn't run very well. They had a couple girls who were sick going into that race. So, like, I think they'll put up a better performance at NCAAs, and I think NC State takes the team title. Yeah, I'm still holding out for the NAU men, man. I think people are throwing them, throwing them under the bus too early. But oh, I don't if, know, if, man. If, they, if they end up winning, man, replay this. No, I mean, if they end up winning, I don't think anybody would be surprised at all. I, I saw a tweet the other day where it was like, who's, who was the last NCAA uh, Division One team who didn't win their conference title but then won the national title, and it was literally NAU. So, like, any anything's possible with that team. Yeah. Moving on to some would-you-rathers. Would you rather live without air conditioning or without heat? Oh, live without air conditioning. Like I said, I'm from Puerto Rico, so the heat does not bother me. I, I don't like the cold, so you can take the air conditioning away. I mean, the heat, the heat's all right. I, I can, I can handle it. Would you rather eat a taco without meat or without cheese? Oh, a taco without cheese. I feel like a taco without meat is just like a quesadilla. Would you rather be silent or still all day long? Silent or still? Oh, definitely still. Like, if it's just for one day, definitely still. Like, I can just sit in bed and, like, still be able to, like, talk. I feel like if I couldn't talk, I would, like, lose my mind. Would you rather swim in a pool full of syrup or full of ketchup? Honestly, probably full of ketchup. I feel like it would be easier to wash off afterwards. I feel like syrup would be so sticky. Like, oh, I feel like that would take, like, hours to wash off. Would you rather never eat dessert or never get a good night's sleep? Man, there's nights where I, I barely get good night's sleeps nowadays. So I I rather never get a good night's sleep. I I can't give up dessert. I I'm, I have a sweet tooth, so I can't do that. <laughs> Would you rather ride a flying bus or ride a unicorn? Oh, I I'd rather ride ride a flying bus. If my if my Greyhound bus to Oregon flew, that would have been insane. That would be crazy. Would you live in a house? Would you rather live in a house full of trampolines or full of foam pits? Full of trampolines. That'd be oh, I I feel like I'll never leave my house. Fun. Yeah, that would be sick. Would you, Would you rather be as tiny as a fly or as big as a whale? Oh, what? Honestly, probably tiny as a fly. I feel like big as a whale, like. I mean, tiny as a fly is risky. Like, I could die easily. But I feel like big as a whale, it's like, what What am I going to do? I feel like at that point, like, I just I just got to resort to living in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Live in the clouds or underwater? Probably. It's a good one, actually. I would rather live in the clouds. I feel like that would be pretty pretty sick. You get some sick views, you know, from out, out your window and just look down on Earth and stuff like that. That'd be yeah. pretty dope. Would you rather be the smartest person or the funniest person? 
Oh, the funniest person. I like making people laugh. I like making myself laugh. I think girls like funny guys. I mean, they probably like smart guys too, but I'll rather be the funny guy. Would you rather fly to the moon or be invisible? Oh, being being invisible. I feel like I I feel like I have like no reason to go to the moon, so like being invisible would be super dope. Last one here. Would you rather find a treasure map or magic beans? Oh, a treasure map. I'm I'm an adventurous guy, so I feel like finding a treasure map will lead me to a whole adventure of trying to find the actual treasure, so that'll be super fun. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's all I've got for you, man. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem, man. Appreciate you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Running in Circles. If you enjoyed, please leave us a five-star review on Spotify and share it with your friends. I'm your host, Zach Hamilton. I'll see you next time on Running in Circles.